0: I'm Marianne Kolbasek McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with security expert Mac McMillan, CEO of consulting firm SynergistEC, who will discuss the mistakes that healthcare organizations and business associates make with HIPAA security risk assessments. Hi, Mac.
1: Hey, Marianne, how are you?
0: Good. Now, for starters, why are HIPAA security risk assessments so important?
1: They're important for several reasons, but the most important one to me. Is, is it helps? It better informs us of, of where the risks are in our environment and helps us do a better job of, of securing patient information. I mean, that's really why we should be doing them. Um, if you're looking for the more compliance-related answer, it's because the risk assessment is, is addressed in just about every compliance or regulatory requirement that we have out there, whether you're looking at HIPAA and high-tech, whether you're looking at meaningful use, whether you're looking at, FISMA as it relates to ACOs or, or certain NIH grant activities, um, or whether you're looking at, at breach notification, right? I mean, you have a requirement to be aware of, of the risks in your environment and to address those.
0: The Office for Civil Rights has found that many health organizations do a very poor job with risk assessment. Why do you think that's the case?
1: I think there are a lot of things that contribute to that, but I think part of it is because this notion that risk analysis is a checklist of sorts, as opposed to a process. and. and Risk analysis is like any other business process. It's a process. It's a set of steps that you follow to assess what your risk is. It's not a checklist. It's not you know, a checklist that says, do I have a policy for this or a procedure for that. That's part of your controls evaluation. That's part of your risk analysis. But a risk analysis takes into consideration your environmental factors, your operational factors in terms of how you're utilizing your systems and interfacing with them, takes into consideration the risk environment you reside in, and it looks at things like whether or not it's likely that these things could happen, what, what controls do I have potentially to mitigate some of those things. And then last but not least, what's, what's the impact if one of these things happens and what do I need to do to remediate that? So it's a process, and I think all too many organizations, for one reason or another, think that it's more of a checklist exercise than an actual process that they need to incorporate into how they manage security.
0: Now, under HIPAA Omnibus, business associates are also directly liable for HIPAA compliance. So do the risk assessments that should be done by BAs differ at all from what covered entities should be doing? And if so, how do they differ?
1: They should differ only slightly in what they look at but not the process. So in other words, the risk risk analysis requirement that applies to BAs is no different than covered entities as it relates to the process that they should be following. Where it differs is that a uh, a business associate may not be performing or doing all of the things that a covered entity might be doing with respect to the data. So when they're considering those factors for, for their risk analysis, they should only be considering those things that are relevant to what, what they're doing for the, f- with respect to the data.
0: What is the best way for covered entities to ensure that their business associates have conducted a thorough HIPAA security risk assessment?
1: There's two things that we suggest. One of them is have a good vendor management program that actually provides for due diligence in the selection process, due diligence in the contracting process, request documentation from your vendor that demonstrates that they have conducted a risk analysis and if you're if it's a long-term relationship have things in place to periodically review and understand what they're doing so as an example if you have somebody who is hosting your data and periodically they have responsibility for backing it up or periodically they have responsibility for destroying some of it right you want to make sure that they provide to you evidence that they've done those things so you want a destruction certificate you want a, a written document that says we back all your systems this month and everything worked uh, properly etc just build due diligence into your process don't you don't have to go to the, the business associates location you don't have to conduct a risk assessment or manage their program but just build those common sense practices into your oversight of that relationship that forces the business associate to basically demonstrate along the way that they're doing the prudent things you need them to do
0: What are the most common mistakes that you see organizations make with their HIPAA risk assessments and how should they avoid those mistakes? First
1: is assuming that I only need to do it once. Unfortunately, we have a lot of organizations that don't realize that this is an ongoing requirement. The second one is not doing it periodically enough, meaning OCR generally expects that you're going to do a risk analysis at least once every three years, which is a reasonable time period for most organizations or that you're going to do one if there is enough material change in your environment to warrant one. The other, the other thing is, is to literally understand that process and, and do that risk analysis correctly. In the last month, as an example, We've been involved in in three different situations where organizations were either being reviewed from OCR from from a breach or investigation or a complaint. And in each one of those circumstances, they either didn't have a risk assessment, they didn't have a current risk assessment, or the risk assessment they had wasn't adequate.
0: Now, besides business associates being directly liable for HIPAA compliance under HIPAA Omnibus, are there any other changes that both covered entities and BAS should be aware of when it comes to security risk assessments and HIPAA Omnibus?
1: I think there are changes with respect to, say, like guidance that has come out recently on medical devices. You know, that's a big issue. They need to incorporate that guidance into into some of their uh, considerations when they're doing that risk analysis. So, for instance, looking. At the, looking at those those implementation considerations that FDA has identified for medical devices, look at the radio frequency issues around wireless communications with those things. So whenever guidance comes out with respect to some aspect of their environment or or, or security, they should incorporate that guidance into the into the factors that they consider as part of their risk analysis. The other thing is that they need to really do a good survey of what their organization is in, is involved in because the risk risk analysis is not unique to HIPAA. You have risk analysis associated with ACO, you have risk analysis associated with Medicare Medicaid, you have uh, risk analysis associated with HIEs. Anybody that is engaged in processing claims for the government and has to sign that data use agreement with CMS, has to be FISMA compliant, has to do a risk assessment. So there are multiple requirements out there for risk analysis. Know what all of them are and make sure that your process addresses all of all of those.
0: Finally, overall, how would you rate the state of information security of healthcare entities and BAs? What are they doing right? What are they doing wrong overall?
1: As it relates to uh, covered entities, I think it's I think it's getting better, which is a positive sign. I think there's some real evidence out there that, that a large majority of, of our healthcare organizations are beginning to understand what this means, and they're beginning to put you know resources and, and effort uh, and priority behind it. It's still very much a struggle for our smaller healthcare organizations. I think they're still way behind, and I'm concerned about this whole situation with the recs. You know, the recs are gonna are, are about to have to become self-sufficient. There's a lot of physician practices, smaller organizations out there that are reliant on those re- recs for a lot, of, a lot of these things, and I'm concerned that some of them are going to go away and we're going to end up in a worse situation than we had before with respect to those small entities. On the business associate side, those guys need to get, get with it. There are a lot of companies out there that are actually doing a really great job because they've had other security requirements from other industries that they've worked in. There are a lot of them though that just work in the healthcare space that are way behind the power curve when it comes to being anywhere near compliant.
0: Thanks, Mac. I've been speaking to Mac McMillan. I'm Marianne Kolbasakwiggy of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.